Okay, welcome guys to another episode of our Lifting Nurse podcast. Uh, we are here today with uh, Brandon and I as always, and it is Friday. So uh, tell me a little bit, man, how has your day been? Dude, it's been, it's been really good, man. I can definitely tell when the sun's out, you just feel so much better, right? Like every time there's a day where it's just super cloudy outside, I can already tell, like, <laughs> even if I don't even go outside, it's weird. You almost feel that like energy of just having like a shitty day or something. So yeah. just having that sun being out is definitely, definitely nice. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, I think it's just this week, uh, we're going to have sun this weekend as uh, we, uh, we kind of, uh, we're going to enjoy, you know, pretty much a really, really good weekend this weekend, the sun's going to be out. And then next week it did say that it's going to rain, but man, this week's going to be dope. I hope everybody had a really, really good, um, mother's day weekend. And then this past week was a very exciting week for me, whereas I turned into a fucking dinosaur where I'm <laughs> over a thousand years old now. And, uh, that was, that was really, really fun. So, um, you know, during that, that day where I kind of like took a day off and, uh, I just spent it with my wife and my family and I really, really enjoyed it. We just kind of chilled and down in Granville Island, did nothing, walked around, had dinner. When you enjoy shit like that, that's when you know that you're fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, would you, would you go to eat again? Would you have? So the dock side is on the Granville Island, uh, Granville, uh, Granville Island Hotel. It's the restaurant downstairs. It's um, the food was okay. Honestly, it's just the view. Honestly, you get the view of the entire harbor. Uh, and um, so that, that was it. The food was okay. The desserts were good. So I'm not going to tell, I'm going to get into like detail with the dessert. So read the uh, Google review <laughs> once it comes out. But uh, great. So today we are going to talk about the very typical gym stereotypes that we see in every single gym. So uh, I hope you guys uh, have met some of these. I'm pretty sure you've seen some of them around if you guys are a regular gym goer. If not, if you guys are like new to the gym, you're bound to see them. It's just a matter of identifying them in the gym. So Let's get into the first one. Now, the first one is the more common one where I've seen a lot uh, is the coach. Okay. So we've seen, uh, so what does the coach do? The coaches uh, basically are those individuals who are in the gym and they will come to you. Okay. So no matter if you're a girl, if you're a guy that's on the machines, uh, one minute you're working out and then next thing you'll see them walk up to you and they'll give you like these lessons <laughs> on how to like focus on that particular muscle group. Now, don't get me wrong. They're not, I'm not saying they're bad. They're bad people, but they, they claim to be, you know, quote unquote experts, uh, you know, at the very inconvenient time where they just come in to interrupt your workouts and uh, they just gave you like these very weird tips. So number one, just get it. They're not the coach of that particular gym. They're just the member there, but they just go there and act like they work there <laughs> and give you coach and give you like coaching tips. I don't know how many of you have uh, ran into them. I haven't really ran into anybody. Uh, fortunately, ha have you, have you ran into these so-called yeah. like coaches? 
<laughs> uh, there's definitely a couple at my gym. There's one guy from my gym that like he's super nice. He means well. Like he definitely has quite a bit of lifting ex- experience, but he doesn't have any qualifications. And like he'll always like see me like squatting or deadlifting, and he's like, "No man, you can't do that. You're gonna like mess up your back. You're gonna injure yourself. You gotta stay away from that stuff and focus on like isolation movements." Like now, dude. Like if you do it properly, you warm up properly. Um, you're lifting an appropriate weight. Like you can see great results this way. Like it's obviously, yeah, you don't have to squat, but like, I don't know. There's definitely some guys there that will be like, Oh no, you can't do that movement or else you'll do a movement a certain way. And they're like, Oh no. Like for example, what was the movement? I can't remember what movement I was. I, I just remember what <laughs> he was like trying to tell me to tweak it uh, in a certain way. And I was just like, okay, that is definitely not right. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly doesn't know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, man, it's, it's funny. There's, there's definitely, it's usually like the, I find like the older guys are definitely like that. <laughs> yes. 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 Definitely. They're, uh, they're definitely a little bit more older. I've, I've actually seen a couple of them around the gym when I was still working at a corporate and yeah, they're, they're definitely like the, the older age ones. Okay, so second one is the howler. Okay, have you heard of the howler? Yeah, okay. actually, like at uh, the YMCA when I where I used to train there, there was a guy there that would always like sc- almost like scream every time he'd lift the weight. Like I don't know if he was like just doing it for jokes or, but like he seemed like serious about it, and it's just like, okay, man, like I don't think you like. I don't know if he's trying to show that he's like exerting his effort, like trying to be all manly about it, but it was just not. <laughs> not yeah, <laughs> for sure. So the howler is, yeah, it's exactly what it is. So um, we always have those individuals who come out and you can hear them a mile away. With the time you enter the gym, you can hear them in the back end, the back end of the room. And they're just like, yes, as you said, it's either they're exerting that effort or they just they're just like yelling for the hell of yelling i I don't know man it's so it's so messed up but uh usually there's definitely one or two of them in the gym i find that's very common that um, mainly these howlers are power lifters or weightlifters yeah that's that's very true like i like i I can maybe see, I don't know if there's any like benefit of like <laughs> yelling while training, like if there's actually any correlation there, but like I, like the guy I was talking about in the gym, like he wasn't even lifting heavy. <laughs> he was like new to the gym. <laughs> just, like, yelling. <laughs> just like, okay. I do see the correlation. I, I can, I can understand where they're coming from, especially in a powerlifting or a, a more of a, a Olympic lifting uh, point of view uh, since that exertion, if you yell, it's just like martial arts. Um, I've heard that if you throw a punch or if you throw a kick and you make that ha, that engages your entire core or your entire torso uh, to stiffen it up uh, for those individuals who are less experienced in bracing. So that's a really good practice, but it, but by exerting it out, like yelling it out, it's just going to give you that very short temporarily um, uh-huh that very short time of bracing compared to, you know, maybe the proper technique of bracing, but uh, yeah, there, there is a technique behind it, but it's just a little bit too much <laughs> of guys yelling and like like a way of like <laughs> hyping you up to like a lot of people almost like make noise and grunt and 
just to like get themselves. Oh yeah, hype themselves up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So getting themselves into that zone, which I could see, but I feel like you do like lose a lot of energy that way. Like you're spending so much energy, like uh, <laughs> like grunting and like shaking the rack and stuff that you could utilize that while actually lifting the weight. So I feel like there's <laughs> kind of that trade-off there. Yeah. Okay. Now the third one is the tornado guy. The tornado guy. So the tornado uh, guy is, it sounds weird, but you will see these individuals and they will surround themselves with a whole bunch of uh, equipment. So you'll see those individuals who grab like the five, the pair of five pounds, the pair of 10 pounds, the pair of 15 pounds, and they clear the entire dumbbell rack and surround themselves in the corner. And also they probably have a bench. They'll probably have a, like a yoga mat. They'll probably have like a whole bunch of different shit. And they just surround themselves and stay there for like the entire 35 to 40 minutes. And, you know, just hoarding all these equipment. Uh, I've definitely seen some in my time, but it's rather rare. Uh, maybe once uh, every, actually maybe actually, twice a week, twice I'll, I'll probably see one of them do that. Do that. But, uh, the worst, the worst case that, that that's what we see, but um, the majority of the population usually just takes like one pair of dumbbells to maybe a cable machine or a, uh, a leg extension machine, and they just superset that. So that makes a little bit more sense, uh, especially with the COVID right now with all this crap. So uh, there's, you know, no supersets. I remember going, working at a, uh, working out in the gym and it says like no supersetting is allowed unless it's like the same equipment. Yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely seen that too. And I think even when I was younger, I would be a little bit like that with like my buddies, if we were doing like a crazy ass drops <laughs> where we would like be dropping, like, I think down by like five different sets or something. So we have like five different uh, sets of dumbbells all by us <laughs> and do like lateral races or like chest press or something like that so i i definitely think yeah definitely the younger population too is and, definitely and, into do that kind of stuff <laughs> okay the next one the next one is this number four yeah this is number four number four the model now that's definitely me and you bro <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely me and you the model um so all those so this is a lot more common for um not being sexist but the, for the females where uh, they come in and in their like Gymshark outfit, the entire Gymshark outfit, same color, same shit, hair down. And um, they'll, they'll stay in front of the, uh, it's either in the group class or they find like the really, really good uh, mirror with a really, really good, good lighting. And they just uh, photograph the selfies then. And uh, yeah, they just take like 10 minutes, 15 minutes trying to take a selfie. And they'll probably spend the next, uh, I don't know, like 30 minutes on the Stairmaster or the treadmill. And then, you know, hashtag I worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the thing. I always feel bad to like filming myself in the gym because I always feel like I'm that person, even though I'm just trying to create good content. <laughs> but then it's just, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's tough. Yeah. But I mean, it's, uh, it makes sense for us because uh, we're at a bodybuilding competitive level. We're looking for conditions uh but the the selfie the selfie guy or girl are uh, i would consider like regular gym goers and the way they pose in front of the selfie yeah it's for it's mainly for um 
for content creation. So I respect that, but as well, I'm not saying it's a bad or good thing, but I'm just saying that they're out there. Okay. So number five is the gymnast. Okay. This is a little bit more rare, but um, I've definitely seen it in, uh, in a couple, a couple of people. It's very exciting to watch. So what they, what the gymnasts do is they, they do all these like really crazy uh, stability work and like they're doing handstands, they're like doing flips, they're doing like all these really high athletic gymnastic um, maneuvers. Uh, have, is there any one of them in Kelowna? Like, you know, <laughs> Iron Energy Gym? <laughs> I, actually, I haven't seen any at Iron Energy. I definitely seen, or saw quite a few at like World's Gym when I was working there. Um, a lot of people doing like the muscle ups and like the calisthenics kind of training. Uh, but I don't know, it's, it's pretty fascinating, but uh, definitely not for me. Yeah. <laughs> not for it's me. exciting to watch. Yeah, it's definitely exciting to watch. But uh, yeah, definitely not for me too. Uh, but th- that, the good thing is they don't take a lot of room. Like they, they, they just stay in their little corner and it's, uh, it's really crazy the stuff they do. And uh, it, it, it actually blows my mind on the extent that they can uh, they can bring the body the human body to so that's really really impressive okay so what are we at now number f- six right number six number six the ninja the ninja uh is always the guy that is the quote-unquote uh mma fighter who's uh like throwing jabs and uh throwing kicks on usually the turf zone because that's usually where the uh, the most space is and uh or they're at the group fitness classes and uh they're hammering right, the sun the sandbags so uh how many of those have i've okay, honestly from my experience i've seen two i've only I've seen, seen two, two in my entire career as uh an in-person um a uh, coach, uh, coach. Uh, in-person uh, trainer. trainer i've only I seen two by working in yeah. the gym I've definitely seen quite a few, especially with people with dumbbells doing the punching the dumbbells. Oh my god! Remember when I was working at F forty five? We actually like because you you don't create any of the exercises; you kind of just follow the exercises on the screen. And they did a lot of that kind of movements too, like uh, dumbbell punches when you're standing up. And I wasn't really a big fan of those. That's definitely something debatable. I mean, that is something very controversial in holding a dumbbell and punching it um they also from, did a lot yeah from a physio from a physiological uh, point of view it's very very debatable on you know what it benefits yeah i've seen quite a few actual like i don't think they're pro fighters but they were like um like an amateur like a pretty well ranked amateur fighter in the gym like using the punching bag and stuff like that and just doing some shadow boxing but they actually look pretty good because they knew what they were doing some others i've seen <laughs> with not the best technique <laughs> but they're still getting it done, still exercising. So it's, it's better than nothing, right? But. For sure, for sure. All right, so number seven. Now, this is, this is going to be a good one. Number seven is the soloist. Now, I don't know how, how what about you, but I'm just going to talk about me for a sec. So I am definitely the soloist. So the soloists are, are the individuals who go to the gym. They wear headphones during their workout. Um and they will and you will just go ham and not talk to anybody and just go ham for that whole workout session uh sometimes when you're when you're when your song hits you all of a sudden like you know go not really go into a like sort of a like small dance but 
all of a sudden you just go start shaking your head or you start like, um, you know, shaking your feet uh, to, to the beat, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Okay. So definitely something uh, I do. <laughs> I personally do when I'm, uh, when I'm at the gym, uh, just like shaking that leg, shaking that head, just to hype yourself up before that lift. Uh, definitely something that I would do. Okay. Yeah. Are you done? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely a soloist where I don't really work out with many other people. Like I will on occasion, but I find I'm just a lot more productive doing things on my own. Cause I find when I start working out with a buddy, depending on like their motivational levels and their experience, I'll just end up, they end up starting to talk to somebody or start slacking off like, Oh, I don't want to finish this workout. I'm going to be demotivating. So I find, I just like getting my shit done, having everything on track. Uh, and it's like, I don't know. Like I find working out with a partner is motivating at, at times, especially if you're going weeks on end training with, with just yourself, um, it can get boring sometimes. So training with somebody, I find definitely spices it up sometimes. Yeah. Um, I haven't worked out for, with like anybody for like the longest time. So it's just like programming is different and progression is different. Capability is different. So I'm, I just, I just like to go like solo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What? Like I find a lot of times if you're with somebody with a different skill level and you're benching with them or squatting and you have to take up. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. I mean, it's annoying. It's time consuming. I mean, like training itself already takes at least like 45 to an hour for, for us especially. But uh, I mean, if you're, if you're powerlifting and if you're doing like a more strength oriented uh, uh, training, then it might take you an overboard for maybe up to two, three hours uh, since you're resting a lot of the time to master that lift. Uh, You'll probably get into that too. I know you talked about, you know, uh, doing your meat. Uh, So that's, that's going to be exciting for you and you'll be spending like three hours at iron energy. So have fun there, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Going to the next one? Yes, let's go to the next one. Uh, what are we at? Number oh, you, man, the guy yeah. with all, I guess this is almost like the power lifter right here, too. <laughs> so the guy that uh, brings a uh, weight belt with him, lifting straps, training masks, knee sleeves, compression gear, just totally load it right up. Um, definitely a benefit to all of these different uh, tools, like the belt is definitely effective with increasing intra-abdominal pressure, these sleeves have been shown to help um, with performance. I think it's more just like a placebo, almost like a mental thing, rather than them actually doing anything physical or physio- physiological. Um, but uh, and then same with the, I'm not sure. I haven't seen too much on progression or, or compression gear. Do you, has there been quite a bit of research on compression gear for like strength training? Uh, only the one I've actually heard of was the brand for 2XU um for sprinters or uh, endurance type uh, runners uh i've only heard of that but otherwise for compression gear um for not really weightlifting but lifting in the gym generally no um i've just seen a lot of different gear man where uh you know no offense but fuck you that they uh they wear a lot of lifting belts um they're number one, they're not applying it properly. So, uh, you know, they're like just strapped all the way in where you can't even like slip your hand in. So it really tightens that lower back and they're fucking doing bicep curls. 
<laughs> definitely seen that. Yeah, definitely seen a lot of that. Um, as well, uh, except for bicep curls, like shoulder press, like just all these accessories, like nothing that I feel the need for a lifting belt. But I mean, that's, that's going to be a, a misuse of that type of equipment. Um, there's just too many of that, but, um, I've only seen this once, by the way, uh, I want to like just touch base on this, the altitude training mask. I've only seen this once. And I was okay with that guy. I was actually okay with that guy having the altitude training mask because he was an actual amateur amateur MMA fighter. Okay. Yeah. So he was wearing that and was and it was doing uh, all these accessories. He's well. uh, He was working out with that mask throughout his whole training session, including all those uh, shadow punches and all that stuff. Yeah, because the theory behind that and the mechanism behind that. Is that just to, so you can be able to train harder uh, while utilizing less oxygen, less oxygen. And so when you're actually working out or when you're actually fighting, you're going to have like a, like a greater uh, VO2 max or something. I, I don't know. Do you know what the exact me- mechanism behind uh, training with like one of those masks? Yeah. So they're just limiting, limiting the, uh, the oxygen in intake. So it's not really like a cardiovascular training, but uh, it's utilizing whatever limited oxygen you have uh, within your system. And it's more like I'm an energy exponential, like controlled energy exponential thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it would probably help with increasing your VO2 max. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I think I should talk about this last one. This last one, I think I should talk about, I feel like, I am qualified to do so. So it's called the old man. Okay. That old man, like I have, I have the old man approach me so I can, uh, I get to talk about it and I'm probably going to be one of them as well. So that's, there's always a couple, I'm not saying one, there's always a couple of dudes, old dudes who's got like a big ass belly and they're walking around the gym and it's, and they're, uh, they will walk up to the young, the, to the young thugs, like the young dudes, and they'll talk and they, they'll watch them bench and then they'll just go and uh, talk to them and say, oh man, like back in my day when I could like do like a 225 or a 315 and they'll just start going on and on and on and on about their stories and, you know, how they were when they were like at 20, 25 years old and, um, and saying all this like bullshit saying like, oh, uh, you know, back in the day, we didn't have a gym. We just have to work out with, you know, sticks and stones, <laughs> things like that. So a little, a little about that. It's, I, I feel kind of bad for them. I don't know about you. I feel kind of bad for them. It's because maybe that that point at an age where it, they struggle to make new friends and uh, the gym is probably a place for them to find another community where they can, uh, you know, connect with a lot of people. But uh, I think I'll probably be there soon when, um, when I remember, you know, pushing 225, you know, with like gearless. <laughs> but uh, let's hope that doesn't happen anytime. Yeah, I, I, I can't say I did. Like I almost made 315, so I can almost say... I've gotten a 315 bench, but <laughs> when I'm an old guy, hope, I'm hoping I'll be able to say that. Say that to me. That's like three plates or what? what am I yeah, three, three, three plates. plates? Yeah. Uh, no way. I've no never way. been anywhere close to that. Uh, my max for bench at my 
best, I think, was I was on something that day. I, I don't know what it was. I, I was on something that day. I managed 225 for six reps. That was nice. that was my best being at, you know, what's 135 pounds. Yeah. So that, that was like, I was on something that day. And then that was, I mean, I've never tried 315. I don't want to imagine it yet, but uh, we'll, we'll see if, uh, uh, you know, I can slowly progress to that. Okay. okay. So um, which one uh, you would say yourself, like you would probably be a soloist? Yeah, I would say that, like, probably a little bit of, like, the model, <laughs> just trying to get, like, Instagram content, but, yeah, not too crazy about it, but, yeah. <laughs> Same. So, I definitely soloist would probably be mine as well. Uh, let's hope I don't get to the old man. Uh, I'm never a gear man. I never have any gear. Uh, you know, just hands, that's it. No belt, nothing. I know it's something that uh, I really should touch on, but, uh, yeah. But uh, definitely the soloist is uh, that goes for uh, both me and Brandon. Um, you know, like drop in your comments. Like I really, really like to know like what type of uh, gym stereotypes that you might potentially be. If you don't know, and uh, if you're still new to the gym, then uh, yeah, work your way around it and just pay attention to some of these people around. Uh, you'll probably find them and, you know, hope you find it entertaining. But um, is there anything you want, you want to add as well? No, dude. Yeah, like there's definitely going to be a lot of those stereotypes out there. Yeah. Um, there's always yeah, there's so, so many, uh, like, TikToks and stuff with this different stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, it's so, so funny to watch. Yeah. Okay. So um, that's pretty much all we have for you today. So thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we, if you guys like the podcast, if you like the content we're creating, I would love you guys to go onto Spotify or Apple podcast to leave us a review and then screenshot it and share it into your Instagram story and tag us both at underscore Adrian Ma or at, uh, Brandon Emsley. Okay. So tag us. So we know that we're tuning in and uh, it'll be really, really greatly appreciated. So that's all we got today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Oh, hang on a sec. Just one sec. Just one sec. I'll uh, just stop the recording.